Episode 146. It's who you know, not what you know. Welcome to Monday Motivation. My name is Dickie Armour. I run a few different businesses focused on renewable energy, blockchain and venture capital. I'm an author and a keynote speaker. I love life, I love people and I love helping people. It's what drives me. Each week I bring you motivation, inspiration and business advice to help you make huge improvements to your business, your happiness, your success and your life overall. Thanks for spending some of your valuable time with me today. Let's get started. There was a time where life was about who you knew more than what you knew. You could be forgiven to think that life is now all about good grades, first class honours degrees and MBAs. About what you know rather than who you know. And yes, these are important, but they're not the be all and end all. In this episode, I'm going to explain why I think life is still about who you know and not just what you know. But before we get going, please check out my podcast sponsor. Stanage Watches, bespoke, handcrafted timepieces for the modern man and woman. www.stanagewatches.com Stanage Watches launched in January 2013 to bring eye-catching, luxury watches to people with a keen eye for design. It was launched by the founder and genius watchmaker, Connor Lysak Stanage. There are currently six editions in the Stanage range. The Classic, the Military, the Ladies Double Dial, the K-12 Chronograph, the Flight Seeker and the Power Reserve. There's also the brand new K-14 Chronograph and I'm pleased to announce breaking news. Stanage Watches is launching the all-new Airmaster and they're taking orders right now. Please go to www.stanagewatches.com today and get yourself one of these amazing timepieces, each one hand-built by Connor, the master watchmaker. Stanage Watches, bespoke, handcrafted timepieces for the modern man and woman. Stanagewatches.com How did you get your last job? How did you find your first job? Think about it for a few minutes. I know that I certainly got my first job through who I know rather than what I know. Now, I absolutely accept that if you're going to be a doctor or if you're going to be a lawyer or an accountant, then you absolutely need to have the right qualifications. For my career in the City of London as a stockbroker, I needed the right qualifications. But in order to get that first step on the ladder, I was extremely grateful to have my grandfather's help. So many students these days are getting A grades and A stars. And on leaving university, they come out with first class honours degrees. And there's people doing MBAs. Think about how you might choose to recruit your next member of staff. So when sifting through the CVs, how are you going to differentiate between all those brilliant A grades and degree holding candidates? This for me is where your network comes in. If your son or daughter or even you are going for a new role, how are they or you going to stand out? If you get a recommendation, then you're much more likely to get the attention you need and the recruiter will definitely take more of an interest in you. I know we've got an incredibly powerful network of friends and when the time comes, I'll be able to tap into those people who we know, like and trust to help our daughter get a good start in her career. 
One of my great friends used to play rugby for Bath in England and he's still very well connected in the world of rugby. If you follow rugby, you'll no doubt have watched the awesome World Cup semi-final when England beat the All Blacks. It was incredible and a truly impressive performance by England. Well, a few of our friends decided to head over to Japan for the final to see England play South Africa. And thanks to this guy, he was able to get them tickets and VIP hospitality. A great example of knowing the right person. I watched the England final against South Africa yesterday. It's Sunday as I record this episode. It was such a great shame that England just made too many mistakes. The South Africans were immense and they defended brilliantly. And I've got to say that I thought the French referee gave quite a few bad decisions against England and didn't apply the same measure of strictness to South Africa. But no taking it away or making excuses. South Africa played so well and they deserved to win. I was in the domain name business for 16 years and I was general manager for one of the UK's best known domain name businesses. We were an accredited registrar with Nominate. Nominate is a membership organisation with over 2,500 members and they run the DNS for all .uk domain names. Nominate has four non-exec director positions on their board and candidates get elected by the members for those positions. I was a member-elected non-executive director for Nominate for seven years from 2011 to 2018. And there were a few factors which helped me get on the board. One, my experience in the industry. Two, I knew the CEO, Leslie Cowley, and some of the other directors really well. And three, I knew many of the other top domain name operators and their directors. In order to get enough votes from the members during a nominate non-executive director election, you have to know the right people. It would never have mattered what qualifications I had or what degrees or MBAs I held. It was about getting votes from those key members. You also needed to be proposed and seconded by two different nominate members, and those members needed to have a great reputation. So getting elected onto the board of nominate was all about who you know. And there was an election every two years, so I had to be re-elected to remain on the board. So not only did I need to do a great job, I then had to canvass all over again. More recently, Nominate changed the terms for elected non-exec directors from two years to three years to give a little bit more stability. With elections every two years, there could often be lots of new board members joining who hadn't had much previous non-exec director experience. I loved my time as a non-exec director on the board of Nominate. It was such a great experience and I was honoured to have been able to work with some incredible business people. I'm a people person. I love people. And so in any office environment, I don't just sit at my desk all day long. I take breaks and I walk around the office and I get to know the other people who work with me. In the city post Big Bang, we left the dealing floor and all went up into offices and worked in huge dealing rooms. I was headhunted to Garban Equities back in 1990 and whilst working there, I got to know a few of the guys who worked on the guilt's desk. We'd often go out for beers at lunch or after work. And lucky for me, as a few months later, the boss employed another broker who knew the head of Warburg's and I was going to be made redundant. But thanks to having got to know the head of the guilt desk, Steve, he employed me on the guilt desk. And that led to a nine-year career broken guilts. That would never have happened if I hadn't taken the time to get to know the other people I worked with. And in fact, I then moved to Cantor Fitzgerald and one of the guys I met but never directly worked with has become a great mate and we're still friends today. Ollie Lodge worked on the Futures desk and we got talking when I saw him walking in one morning holding a motorcycle helmet. Ollie had it bespoke painted and it was beautiful. I asked him where he'd got it done. 
I was doing a lot of carting, and in fact, the head of gilts at Warburg's had bought a cart, which we raced together at a brilliant track in Milton Keynes called Daytona Motorsport. I had recently bought a helmet for myself and was looking to get it designed and spray-painted. Ollie gave me the guy's details, and I got in touch. The designer was a chap called Jason Fowler. He was awesome and designed and painted the most amazing Arai helmet for me. I'm a huge Donald Duck fan, and I do quite a good impersonation. And Jason painted Donald Duck bursting through a checkered flag on the back of the helmet. I was really excited a few years later when Lewis Hamilton, the Formula One driver, started using Jason Fowler for his Formula One helmets. Ollie was also a huge fan of crime fiction and loved that I was writing a book. And in fact, Ollie supported me and helped me to have it published back in 2002. Thanks so much, Ollie. I've never forgotten your generosity. And all of that was because I'd taken the time to get to know colleagues on the same dealing floor and Ollie and I got talking. And 17 years later, we're still great friends. So this week, think about who you know. In business, we can be so busy trying to win new business by using search engine optimization or Google AdWords or writing posts on social media and hoping that the perfect client reads it and gets in touch. But meanwhile, there will definitely be people who you know that might be the perfect client or who know the perfect client. I've talked before about knowing who your ideal customer or client is. In episode 24, A Decent Sales Process, I explain how you target and find the right industry and the right companies in those industries who you can then do business with. I gave an example of how you can find out who the key decision makers are. And as soon as you know their names, do some internet detective work to see if there's anyone you know who might know them. LinkedIn is great for this. Find them on LinkedIn and then see who you know who is connected to them and ask for an introduction. And in fact, if you want help with LinkedIn, then get in touch with Angus Grady. He is the LinkedIn Unlocker on Twitter. His Twitter name is at Angus Grady. He is amazing and my go-to guy for LinkedIn. So stop relying on clever internet marketing and advertising tactics to drive visitors to your website and instead get proactive and decide who you want to do business with and find out who knows them. We're in the process at Core Energy of raising loads of money. One of my roles is to find investors and recently a very good connection has introduced me to four huge investment firms. We had a call with one of them on Friday last week and they're interested in investing 150 million euros into Core Energy. And in fact, there's a very good chance they'll invest up to a billion euros over the next year. That's incredible. I would never have been able to get on a call with those guys if it hadn't been for the chap that I know. Yes, good grades and degrees are important, but life is much more about who you know, not what you know. I hope you enjoyed this episode of my Monday Motivation Podcast. Please do me a huge favor. Please go to iTunes and leave me a review and let me and others know what you think. I'd really appreciate it. You can connect with me everywhere on social media. I'm lucky with a name like mine. Just search for Dickie Armour and you'll find me. You can check out the links in the show notes too. Until next time, take care and thank you so much for listening. Dare to dream big dreams and go out and make it happen today and every day. Every day.